Hello and welcome. You are listening to Stuff You Should Know About Therapy. We are the number one podcast for seekers of mental health. We offer roughly quarter hour bites of therapy that you can finish in one sitting and take with you for the rest of the day. My name is Matthew and I'm a marriage and family therapist as well as a certified family life educator. The most valuable thing in our lives is attention. And I thank you for giving me yours for this podcast. I hope it serves you well. Let's get in to today's episode. Today, I want to direct your attention to the developing topic of sex and helpful ways to challenge thinking around it and how to have it be a healthy part of our lives. The first time we have sex, it can be difficult to know what to expect. I know that I wish someone would have been more clear and honest with me about sex. But I grew up in a household where, like many, sex was hardly discussed. And, like many, my first time was weird, awkward, and not enjoyable for anyone involved. Sex should be a shared moment of vulnerability, not a shameful secret. Even to those of us way beyond our first time, it can be challenging and strange because of our repressed idea of sex as a culture. We are horribly misinformed and act strangely with one another. For example, many women fake pleasure. There is an unreasonable amount of pressure on women to please men and not seek pleasure themselves. This may sound good for men, but it leaves us with little or no idea why we don't feel totally connected and just might harbor secret feelings that it is because of some shortcoming on our part. What a waste then that so many couples both feel secretly not enough when they both could be honest and feel enough in their shared vulnerability. After all, vulnerability is the name of the game with sex. That's what makes it thrilling. It's a leap of faith that someone will love us while, quite literally, totally exposed. To truly make love, then, is a brave act. For those of us before our first experience, 
you won't have all the answers. You may end up feeling foolish. That's life, though. And that's what living fully takes. Sex is a wonderful part of life. One that requires us to be open to one another. Speak openly and honestly about where you are truly at and what we want and need. Never feel pressured. Never linger in shame. Only sleep with those who you respect and trust. A wonderful rule of thumb I heard was to never have sex with someone whose life you wouldn't switch places with. Treated honestly, that's a very high bar. For some, that might seem prudish, and I understand that. I have lived most of my life decidedly not like that. And having done that, I can say that I truly believe it is the best way to live. We should treat our innermost selves as sacred and worth way more than casual sex. For most of us, expectations around sex are so screwed up that it's insane. For those of us who aren't superhuman sex machines, we might feel like there is something wrong with us. And unfortunately, porn is becoming the standard of what sex should be like. A study done in 2013 showed that 30% of the internet is dedicated to pornography. 30%. Now, seven years later, I can only imagine what that percentage is now. And it shows in how we behave around sex. First, no one wants you to be awesome at sex. That's ridiculous. Sex isn't meant to be a performance. There is no grade. In fact, the more honest we can be with ourselves, the more sex will feel like a true and real connection. I talk about this like I'm totally sorted out, but I'm not. I still struggle with this. I take any indication of displeasure way too personally. And I sometimes conflate my ego 
and my sense of self with how I think I performed. It takes time to deprogram something so deep in our collective psyche. I'm telling you the truth, and you can either choose to believe it or not, but I sure hope you do. You are truly enough. My off-the-record advice, please stop watching pornography. Seriously, I know many people consume it, but it is not what sex is like. Believe it or not, but porn can be more addictive than heroin, and it is an absolutely abusive industry. In fact, try stop watching it for 30 days and see how you feel. Are you more connected to your sexual side? Are you having more sex? Are you talking to your partner more? And are you taking your partner search more seriously? I know the temptation is enormous. I was first exposed to pornography when I was in the fourth grade, long, long before I knew anything about healthy sexuality or sex in general. And unfortunately, I felt like you were uncool if you didn't view it. I didn't think there was anything wrong with pornography until I was much, much older. Now, do I think there can be ethical versions of porn? Probably. Unlikely. But I can guarantee you, if such thing does exist, it looks nothing like the porn you are used to viewing. And it's probably not the way that you're watching it. So, what do healthy sex expectations look like? The answer to that question is simple. It's up to you. I want to thank you so much for listening today. Where we put our attention is what our lives are made of. And I thank you for letting me be a part of your life today. If any of this was helpful to you, please share it with someone you love. If you have a moment, please leave a review. Anything you can write down about the podcast would mean the world to me. I don't know about you, but I always check the reviews before I start a new podcast.
So if you think someone would like this, please help them out by writing a review. I thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I hope you take something from this episode and it makes your life a little brighter.